This podcast series is presented by Dallas Area Habitat for Humanity. Welcome to Dallas Unplugged. I'm Tasha Heron Bruff. Dallas Unplugged is Dallas Habitat's podcast series that talks about issues that impact all of us. We are here today in Washington, D.C. as Habitat for Humanity launches this cost of home advocacy campaign. We're going to talk about some of the issues that are impacting Dallas residents and discuss some possible solutions. Our guest is Texas Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Johnson from District 30, and she chairs the House Science, Space, and Technology Committee. A lot to say, but I hope I got it right. Um, Welcome. We're so happy that you're here on Dallas Unplugged. Well, thank you very much. Well, I couldn't come to D.C. and not speak to you. And one of the reasons is, you know, I I value you as a um, leader in our city. And I wanted to talk to you about, we're here talking about why homeownership matters. And you have been involved with Habitat for a long time. You're a huge supporter. You've been out on build sites. You've done a lot of work with us. And I want to just hear from you why homeownership is important and why it matters. Well, first, let me thank you and to say that your father should be very proud. Thank you. We grew up, I mean, I didn't grow up, but we belong to yes. the same church that you grew up yes, in. Ma'am. Yes. yes, ma'am. Yes, uh, ma'am. Well, homeownership is very important uh, because, first of all, that's one of the first things that people can do to start to build wealth, which is the all-American dream. But secondly, it stabilizes families, it stabilizes neighborhoods, it gives children a secure place they can call home. They know exactly what school they're going to go to. They don't have to change every 30 days Mm -hmm. to move. It also gives a city an opportunity to plan well. Mm -hmm. When homeowners are in a certain area, they can study how much transportation they need, what are the social services they might need, what what needs to be done from the voices of the homeowner. Mm. It makes a difference to have homeownership. The all-American dream. Right. And and I love what you say about communities because we've been here in D.C. talking about that our housing issues go beyond just building a structure. Because if it was just about building a structure, that's an easy thing to do. But I've heard you talk about how we build up our neighborhoods and our communities, right, with housing and what that means for the entire community. Well, stable neighborhoods bring about more safety, people feel more secure. Our children, the main thing, feel much more secure to know that they're going to be going to that same school next year. Mm -hmm. Where we have families having to move about all the time, really the negative that hits home is that young children have to change schools in different neighborhoods almost every time they move. Right. And when you have a stable neighborhood, you have less crime. And you can plan for more services so that when people need transportation to go to work, that can be planned where there's home ownership. They know that stability is going to be there and they can plan a rail or a bus so people can leave their homes 
get to work at a reasonable time, and return to their homes. If they don't own that home, their women will not attach themselves to that community and might be moving around. But the moving around will maybe bring some convenience for them, but it also disrupts the child's life severely. Right. And you talk about becoming a part of the community. I teach a post-purchase class. You know, I think after someone owns a home, education shouldn't stop. Learning has to continue. And one of the things we're trying to do is empower the homeowner to get involved in their neighborhood and their community, know who their congressperson is, know who their city council person is. What is your, what would you say to a homeowner that's moving into a neighborhood and they are, you know, not really confident about really getting involved in their community? Well, once someone moves into a neighborhood and invests into a home, they've invested in that neighborhood, so they care a lot more about it. Mm-hmm. And so there are homeowners' organizations, which is encouraged, which is a, kind of the watchouts for making sure that it remains an area of beauty, of safety. They get to know each other and become family-like in that neighborhood. That brings about a great deal more security, especially for the children. I am very concerned about stability for children. Yeah. Then you, when you have a stable neighborhood and home ownership, you also can have schools, neighborhood schools, that can relate uh, to the families that live there. Mm-hmm. And that means planning. Uh, that's why we count. That's why we have a census. That's, how we, that, that's why we ask if there's ownership because... There are different plans sometimes for neighborhoods where there's not ownership because you cannot predict when somebody will be moving in and out. You can always determine the best services when it's a stable neighborhood for law enforcement, for other services, and it also lends itself to community policing where the people get to know the police in the area and the police get to know the people in the area. It reduces crime and increases security. And do you think it reduces crime because those policemen connect with the community? It's not like bringing policemen who are foreign to this neighborhood and create this adversarial kind of position. The the policemen are now invested in the neighborhood, and therefore crime. people tend to get along a lot better, right? Yes, that's what community policing promotes, Mm -hmm. where the police has a responsibility to know that neighborhood, to know who lives where, to know what maybe some of the handicaps might be of the Mm -hmm. people that live there, the age of those people. Then the people get to know them, and you'll see a lot smoother relationships between law enforcement and those families and less crime. Mm. So I want to ask you... You know, we had we hosted a women's panel um, the other day, advocate leaders. And, you know, you are one of the most prominent that I think um, that serves our community. You know, what do you say to the next generation? We have a Habitat Young Professional that's sitting in the room who is passionate about service. You've been doing this a long time, 28 years. Is that right? Am I right? In Congress. In Congress, right. I started before I came to Congress. Yes. So a long time. So what do you say to the next generation of advocate leaders? How do we, how do we encourage them that we, this needs to continue? We need to have people that are involved in service. Oh, involvement is very, very important. 
And we just can't hop up and decide we're going to run for something. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be grounded in a community. Uh, know what services are needed, even been involved in some of the services mm -hmm. that are needed. Uh, and I have frequently said, if I have made this job look easy, I apologize. It is not <laughs> yeah. easy. You really do have to do your homework. You really do know, have to know the difference between local, state, and federal laws mm -hmm. and know what your jurisdictions are. Work and connect with other elected officials at every level because all of us have a responsibility to our districts and to the communities. And then we can, when we work together, we have better results. Mm. Um, I have been successful in getting quite a few things done here, but it has not been uh, by myself. It has been working with local officials, state officials, to make sure that we can justify what we need, how much of it we need, when we need it, so that we have the right information to go into a very competitive environment mm. to get the resources that we need. Yeah. Well, you've done an amazing job. I, you know, I think Dallas is a better Dallas because of you. We are a better um, nation because of your involvement here in D.C. Well, thank you very much. One of the things I want to mention that Habitat has just been on the edge of being involved with because you deal primarily with single-family homes. Mm -hmm. But we had, when I came here, we had just gone through banks collapsing in Texas. And all the buildings downtown were shut down, paper was on the windows, and it was dismal. And I just did not want to represent a downtown Dallas looking like that. I know you didn't. <laughs> and so I worked with a Republican lawmaker from California. We came up with the idea of a brownfield fund that would go in and, and remove all the contamination out so that it could turn to a green field mm. and so that it could be back on the tax rolls. And so that's how we got the American Center and all of that development there. That's how we got living quarters in the oldest post office in Dallas over on Irving, mm -hmm. and that's how we were able to put housing downtown Dallas. Wow. That's probably one of the projects I'm most proud of. Well, I think your legacy, um, you know, you have made a lasting legacy for the city, and um, we're proud to know you, and we look forward to the continued work that you're going to do and that we hopefully can do with you. Well, let me just say that uh, Habitat for Humanity is one of the basic organizations that provides real American satisfaction mm -hmm. to the dream of home ownership yeah. and makes it possible for people who probably never thought they could own a home. Yeah. But home ownership is very important for family stability, neighborhood stability, city stability, safety, and certainly security for the young ones growing up. So thank you for your services. It's very important. I thank you so much for your time today. And we invite you to at any time come and not only swing a hammer alongside of us, but um, anytime we can have your presence around, we'd love to have you. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Dallas Area Habitat for Humanity would like to thank Representative Eddie Bernice Johnson for sitting down with Dallas Unplugged. Stay tuned because we have some amazing guests that will be joining us on this journey. You don't want to miss it.